Coming up on the Do More Good podcast, we've got our second episode from IFC. This time, Kenneth and I are heading to the bar for a conversation about our latest favourite film release. We're talking Uncharitable with Tash and Pete from DTV, which builds on Dan Pilotta's famous TED Talk. You know the one. Now, if you live in London or Sydney, and you're the kind of person who makes good decisions quickly, then send an email to hellodtv at dtvgroup.co.uk and ask if they have any more tickets for the premieres on Thursday the 30th. We'll see you there. If you need a little more time, or you can't get to Soho next week, then we hope you enjoy the next half an hour, and that you find a way to watch this great documentary soon. Can I just start? Yeah. Cool. You're listening to the Do More Good podcast. The Do More Good podcast. The Do More Good podcast. Do More Good podcast. We're in Nordvik. All the way from Nordvik. All the way from Nordvik. How do I pronounce it? I, I don't know. <laughs> we are in Nordvik for the 2023 International Fundraising Congress, and this is the Do More Good podcast. The Do More Good podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much. Right, James, we're at the end of day one, and we've got one exciting thing left to do today. Yeah. We're going to go and watch a movie. We are. Get your popcorn. <laughs> See you've got your slippers on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, First so we're... screening in Europe, isn't it? I think it is, isn't it? So I'm sure many people listening to this podcast will have enjoyed Dan Pilotta's TED Talk, all about charity overhead. And a filmmaker has got hold of that story and, and basically extended it out into a feature film length documentary called Uncharitable. So we're going to go and watch that this evening. Saw it on the socials uh, a few weeks ago. Really like the, the original TED Talk. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited actually. Yeah, I'm I really excited for this. There's a trailer, isn't there? You've seen the trailer? There's a trailer. I think so we'll I, link to yeah. that in our show notes so you can watch it yourself. From what I hear, there might be a screening or two in London. We'll find out more. We'll let's find go, out let's more. Let's go and watch it. Find out more. Right, popcorn at the ready, wine gum packet uh, rustling. Smuggled and in. Smuggled in, yeah. 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 And uh, away we go. Right. Nice one. Let's do it. I have a big recollection of body memory, of balance. And I remember my dad you know, pushing me up and down the street. That's a feeling of transformation, balance, when you've never known balance, like a sixth sense almost. How is it possible to get to a world where there's a balance of compassion and consumption? What is a world that works for everyone? What does that world look like? How do impossible things get achieved? How do you coordinate it? Right, here we are, James. We are sat in the bar area at IFC with Tash and Peter from DTV. Nice to see you both. How are we doing? Hi. Yeah? Yeah, very well, thanks. Tired? Uh, Not yet, not yet. Getting there. Tonight, maybe. Tonight, maybe. After the dancing, yes. (laughs) Peter, have you got your outfit sorted? Or I don't tend to go down the outfit route, no. no. I'm more at the back of the bar area and um, making sure everybody's got plenty of drink. Oh, it's an good. important role. It's, it's it the most important role, I find. It's the yeah. corner that just says dull. 
<laughs> you, I, I'm taking from that that you won't be in the corner. No, I will Del. be stood next to Peter. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> our, our director Derek is the one that always gets dressed up. So look out for him. Look out for um, Derek. Yeah, we'll be Derek spotting. Peter, firstly, can we can you just tell us a bit about DTV and what it does in it in terms of its work with the the charity and the not for profit sector. Um, well, we started actually next April, 20 years ago now, and we started the, the, the organization basically to, uh, to actually bring DRTV to the sector, to a sector that largely couldn't afford to be on television and fundraise, largely because it was costing way too much to produce and media budgets were too large. And so we went in and said, this can change. We come from a commercial sector background, from a DRTV commercial sector background. And we knew that organizations could actually spend a lot less on production and media investment to test and get programs working. And so we changed it. It took three and a half years for the sector to trust us, the wow. new kids on the block, mm. because our costs were too low and <laughs> nobody trusted us. <laughs> Something wrong here. And then World Animal Protection gave us an opportunity back in 2007. Wow. And ROIs that the sector was happy with was way too low as well. They were spending too much, and so we kind of changed that around. And our first ad, which was for World Animal Protection back in 2007, incidentally is still being used on TV. So wow. created in 2007. We've updated it three times since then, yeah. but the core of the ad is still there. Mm. And that's what we like to do. We like to keep films on air for as long as possible, every single day, every single month, mm. as much as we possibly can. I've always wanted to be a film director. That's mm -hmm. how DTV started as well. I'm a documentary junkie, and I wasn't a film director, so I thought the only way I could be a film director was set up a TV company and then call myself a film director. <laughs> that feels as good a route as any. That That's how great. we did it with podcasting, you yeah. see, like just calling myself yeah. a podcast host. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Natasha, your journey to DTV started off at Goldman Sachs, as oh, I recall yeah. from the bar yeah. last night. <laughs> Definitely. Still in a philanthropic arm, but very much wrong place for me and um, I've joined the fundraising sector and have done both agency and charity side so before DTV was at UNICEF UK and very much shown a huge interest in both film but the acquisition side of, of fundraising programs which is what drives me in terms of seeing those numbers <laughs> come in. Amazing. So earlier we sat through a screening of Uncharitable which mm -hmm. is what we wanted to talk about today. The newly released feature film documentary about Dan Palata's infamous TED talk about society's view of how charities operate and the scrutiny they are under when it comes to overheads, salaries, marketing spend, risk and time, I think, were the five topics that he covers in the documentary and in his TED talk. Peter, tell us about how DTV got involved in the screening and where, where did the story come from? So I first met Dan at IFC, I think it was 2016, and he was the, uh, one of the opening plenary speakers and did the follower you on social media, and we've kept in touch ever since. The film has been two and a half years in the making, actually, since the book was written back in 2012, I think it was, 2011. So as soon as the film was released, I got in touch with Dan and Rocco Films, which is the uh, production company, and said, we've got IFC coming up there cannot be a more important time in our third sector world, our charity world, to be screening something like this in front of those people at IFC. 
and we have to get it there. Now, it wasn't really ready for European release yet, but much negotiation over the last eight months or so, and eventually got the go-ahead about a week and a half ago. Um, so it was all quite last minute. Can I just take us off on a tiny tangent? Mm-hmm. Just indulge me. The keynote that you talk about, the plenary session from Dan, was it the, the best one you've ever seen ever? It stuck. It, it really did impact me in terms of a different way of looking at some of the issues that we tackle all the time in terms of funding and expenses, yeah. etc. And it caused me to look at a different way of looking at fundraising, actually. And one of those ways was looking at should everything we be doing about unrestricted funding and is that what is that what donors want and should we be looking at restricted funding and create an impact and therefore should we be delivering impact against what we're asking as opposed to just filling up the pot of money and out of that came lots of discussions back at DTV and with clients talking about how we can actually offer donor supporters what they want rather than what we want them to do and is there a case for that as well we're not anti-regular giving we understand that but actually there's a growing breed of people there's a growing swell of supporters that want to engage with organizations but don't necessarily just want to set up a regular gift and Mm. and that's not just about individual giving and fundraising it's much more about what is it that we're trying to solve what is it that we're trying to stop and can we recruit more people if they get behind that and know that there's something in achievable will we get so much more out of out of individuals than just a small monthly gift and we forget about Because your regular giving is in the corner by the bar under the sign dull but you you know what you're going to get out of it it's forecastable it's predictable it's not going to be the one in the middle of the dance floor starting a conga line that everyone's going to be joining in like that's that's where the, the movie yeah. comes into it. Yeah, yeah. It's organisations like you know, Sight Savers did the Million Smiles, did the Million Miracles campaign, and people got behind that. Mm. They had a target. They had mm. a vision by which time they wanted to eradicate trachoma or something, yeah. or and people got behind that and they were involved in eradicating trachoma well, the, in certain it, countries, it, it, and that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the beginning of the, I'm trying not to give any spoilers away about the movie because people should go and see it. But at the beginning, there is that statement from Dan where he says, "We could be the generation that ends hunger." Yeah. Like, that's incre- Imagine being able to say that. It's incredible. It shouldn't sound bonkers, but no. it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the the biggest takeaway from the film for me, which is all about the risk adversity within the sector because of valid reasons that that was shown. The case studies in the film itself really displayed the the fear Mm. and horrendous nature of some of those stories. But the other side of that is that challenge that we always have from a DRTV perspective that the regular giving funds are going into an unrestricted pot but how we talk about that unrestricted pot is what needs to be challenged Challenged. and tested Mm. and it might not be the case that we can siphon off different funds for different specific projects but how we communicate that unrestricted pot is something to test and really really challenge because at the moment we are stuck in this safety net of one specific topic area that we know works really well and it might be for one specific emergency and this crisis kind of approach Mm. and it's actually what else can we be talking about and those bigger scary thoughts around solving world hunger but going back to that and getting that raw emotion out of people again where 
we are riling them to want to act, but in a, in a slightly different way, perhaps. Uh, uh, and, uh, that's a really good point. I think just to add to that as well, some of the lines that came through in the film was some of these things feel unachievable and impossible, but actually they are entirely achievable and entirely possible if we get the right movement behind it. We've done it on numerous occasions history, before. Yeah. And it's the uh, sole mission of those charities to do that. That's like, why those ex- that's, that's, that's why, why those organisations exist. Yeah, um, they do not exist to set up a series of direct debits on unrestricted funding. They exist to actually eradicate something yeah. and to stop something. I just want to go into kind of the public reaction. We're lucky to be sat here with two, which I'm going to refer to as film experts. Love it. Do you yeah. like that? Yeah. Do you like that phrase? Yeah. And I just wondered if you can give a comment on what's your expected reaction to when this does get out in the mainstream. We spoke a little bit before we started recording about, you know, Dan Palutta's original TED Talk was, what, nine, ten years ago. The book was around a similar time. There's now a film which we've all seen, we've all impacted, but we work in the sector. What's going to be the response, do you think, when this, if it does, as we hope it does, hit the mainstream and society's response to it? It's a really interesting question. You, you never know. As we saw, those Disney films that all failed, where Disney know how to make a film and they yeah, all yeah, failed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so you never do know. I think what it's got to be used for, most importantly first, is, is influence in policy and influence in media in the way that they think about the role and the role of charity and the fabric of our, our countries, wherever we are. Mm. I think we've got to get media on side, and that's something that Dan and the team are using this film for mm. primarily. Did I also see somewhere, sorry, just to interrupt, uh, around education? Like, yeah. it feels like this should be part of There's the... There's a massive education thing out there. We've not yeah. got the right people coming into the sector either, and it's going to be used there as well, yeah. Mm. I do think, that from, from an internal perspective as well, from inside the sector, I think that it... It gives us that confidence in terms of that, we, that yes. we need a bit of a shove in the right direction to be more vocal and to stand up for, for what we're doing where ordinarily if you're in a social situation where you're with people not in the sector and they're suddenly making very flippant comments about CEO salaries, to readdress that in terms of from a fundraiser, which I am, to actually stand up and be confident in, in really defending my sector. And I, yeah. I think that's a big, a big thing that needed to happen. Yeah. And this is a very clear line in the sand to say, come on, guys, we need to do that. After five years of producing the Do More Good podcast, we've decided to give our audience the chance to support the show. With increasing costs of hosting, James's obsession with perfection, an exciting list of ideas and interviews, there is now the opportunity to join our Do More Good podcast community through our very own Patreon page. At www.patreon.com forward slash do more good pod from just £3 per month, you will get a personal thank you from us, access to our growing community, and help us keep doing what we love and sharing the stories of people doing more good. We're immensely grateful for your support. Just head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash do more good pod. Thanks for listening. Some of the case studies that they use, some of the story, like the Coney 2012 case study nearly had me out of my... I was loving it. It was was such a strong campaign. It was brilliant. That's the sort of thing that is going to get a youngster thinking, that's the kind of career I want to do. I want to do that kind of guerrilla marketing approach and bring a bad guy down. That, it was amazing stuff. 
and what happened was the, the charity went down instead. It yeah. got attacked and taken. And it, that just feels infuriating. Actually, the Coney film brought back some horror moments for me because at that time that the bad press was coming through, I was speaking here about the wider use of film and used the Coney example yeah. on the wider use of film using social media to create change, to stop something happening. And boy, did that work. You know, four out of the five generals gave themselves up or were arrested and it changed, real, yeah. wasn't it? changed yeah. the way that the generals thought about themselves, which is just immense. But unfortunately, at the time that that happened, everybody here saw the press about him walking around the streets of Hollywood naked with mm. the helicopter following him down the street. And so people were saying, is this the right thing to be sharing? And, is the, and absolutely, it was the right thing. And as we've seen, history has t- said that yeah. that yeah. film is absolutely spot on. But I, th- I think to go back to your point, Tash, as well, which is most questions that were asked of me after the screening last night was, can I get a link to the film to show my board because I've got a board meeting next week or the week after. <laughs> and I want to ask for a load of and investment. And I want to put Absolutely. that in front yeah, yeah, yeah. of the board. And that's where change is going to happen because yeah. we've got to change as well. We yeah. can't expect everybody else to change if we don't. No. And we will come on to that because I want to talk to you about what your plans are from here because I know you've said to, you said earlier that you're going to show it in London and there's going to be yeah. some screenings. And I, you know, I'm definitely taking it back to my organisation. I've already spoken or exchanged Slack messages with my CEO about what can we do with this? How can we get it to the, to the board of trustees? But just Coming back to a response about the reaction to the film, just even hearing you guys talk about it there, it gets me a little bit angry. Mm. You know, and I don't get angry very often, but when I think about the context of working in the charity sector, as so many of us do, and hopefully a lot of people listening to this do, and those questions about salary and do you get paid and oh, are you a volunteer and why does part run need money and all of those questions that fundraisers and charity employees have had to answer time and time again for the last 20, 30 years. And it's almost like we're scared. And actually, for the first time watching that, it kind of gave me a bit of hope that actually there's a, there's a framework now on which to answer that question. I took a quote from the film yesterday that pissed me off even more. Sorry, I'm going on a bit of a rant now. But it said, people like their charity workers poor. Yeah. And that's the reality. Yeah. You know, we don't want to pay someone a decent salary for uh, expertise with a great it's education. It's because most people would say, but I do want to change the world. Mm. But I do, I do, do want to cure ca- cancer. Yeah, oh, I'm up for that. Like, you know, I'm I do want to... It just seems such a basic thing that we're just missing the point on. And actually, this film is going to help us hopefully break through that. Yeah, and I think it is one of those films that you probably have to go and watch two or three times as well. And quite a few people that came out earlier this evening um, said that I'm going to watch it again the next night because I want to write down some more notes because I don't think I got all the points <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I need to yeah. watch it again because yeah. every time, and I, as I said, I've watched it quite a few times now and every time I go in there, I see something else that's really important that has real relevancy. Yeah. It's an interesting documentary, actually. Mm. It is a documentary which is emotional, that makes you cry. Mm. Yeah. And that's a really good thing as well, making people, not making people cry, but no, 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 because yeah, it increases that flow of oxytocin in you and you want to care about the issues and changes the way that you know, your brain chemistry, changes the way that you view that film. And it also makes you angry. It makes you think, why didn't I do anything about that then? And why yeah. didn't I know about that? Yeah. And, and in fact, we as a sector allowed that kind of stuff to happen sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you must, stand have, up. You must have did. faced it for years from individuals, organizations. Oh, why are you taking X money from X charity? And you've had to kind of validate and back up the reason why you're existing, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's constant. a constant question. Constant. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Ridiculous. But 
on the on the positive note, as we go forward, can you talk to us a little bit about what the plans are from here? So we've shown it at IFC a couple of times. Great response. It's getting out there. I know that there's no distributor in the in Europe at the moment. I'm sure there's something in the plans, but can you talk to us about where, where it goes from here? We're going to screen again on the 30th of November, uh, a venue to be decided mm-hmm. um, based on the number of size. people Wembley? that come along. Yeah, depending on size. <laughs> At the moment, the number of people we've been asking it might be Wembley or something. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that might not be large enough as well. Um, we're going to do that in partnership with Resource Alliance as well. Mm-hmm. Importantly, we are going to get people from board level and fundraisers along there. But we're also extended invites out to organizations like the Charity Commission mm-hmm. and some government officials as well in terms of those people, you know, the charity government minister, etc. Yeah. 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 And some press yeah. as well. That's our plan. We need to get as many of those types of people in front of that See. film. Yeah. So, Tashin, let's, let's fast forward a few years now. This film has landed how we all hope it has. Yeah. It's got mainstream cut through. What we want is a conversation starter, don't we? We want it, the normal person on the street to have a conversation about, oh, have you seen Uncharitable? And fast forward sort of three, five years in the future. What, what's your hopes for what this does in terms of the giving sector, both in the UK and, and globally? Big question. Big question. <laughs> I definitely think that, that the, the vital need for that change in perception, right? All of us agree that it is needed. Those case studies show that that is a general mass media I was going to say BS, but... Um, <laughs> you can say BS. That that is happening and continues to happen. So we have to, at the start of this, is this film very clearly communicates and shows that we have to change people's perceptions. I would hope that people watch it and feel the anger that we feel, even yeah. from inside the sector, that they can see that we're not valued as much as the for-profit sector and be outraged by that and actually start to have that perception change to, to be angered and to work with organisations, you know, with their own specialist areas mm. to help us, right, become more like the for-profit sector and operate in a business way yeah because we know that how efficient and how effective that is but we're just doing it for better bloody reasons yeah. <laughs> and the beauty of the movie is it takes those case studies that we've talked about and there are there are others in there and explains it in a really simple way yeah. that anyone watching that you don't have to have any charity experience no, to understand that that is not either it's not fair or it's not the way it should be set up or it's not the way you'd want it to be set up and that should change people's minds yeah it doesn't be amazed just to be uber critical on it i think the only thing from it for, for me was yeah, yeah. it was very american and i think there's something slightly lost for a uk audience in that would you there, agree? yes so there is a less american version and it was meant to be ready this week and it wasn't so i waited and waited and waited and then had to press the button on the u.s <laughs> version last night because it didn't come through um so it's ready any moment now so there will be a more european more global version of it mm. which is really yeah you're and right it'll it have, is really good it'll have uh, case studies from outside of the states uh, i don't know the oh, actual know, structure yeah, yeah. but okay. we talked and because when i first saw it i talked to the team about you know the structure of them they said actually that is in the plan and and it literally was going to be ready this week yeah. but it didn't come through scandals have existed in the uk market where yeah. we're all based but mm. speaking to other people it, it's happened elsewhere as well so this is a global definitely a global issue 100%. so 
Yeah. Look, just to just to start wrapping it up because I know we've all got outfits to to, to find and uh, beers to drink. And James has got <laughs> wax. He's getting a full body wax for Thought his so. outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The that, usual. That what latex usual? isn't going to get on itself. What, what legend is that then? That's <laughs> is that wax man? Wax is that man. like? <laughs> <laughs> much like the film, I'm hoping he really rises to prominence. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. He really. <laughs> but just to start to wrap it up, we we we've, we've probably ca- sounded quite downbeat about this in terms of the issue that it addresses and I think that's quite right but I also want to kind of finish on a bit of a high note yeah. like there's a, there is a positive message in there there's a lot of positivity towards the end of examples of change that are happening that we saw in the film last night already and, and I know my CEO and I have had conversations about that about the conversations he's having with trustees and there seems to be a bit more of an openness amongst certain sectors or certain groups in society to this model so there is a positive story, and, and actually this can only help fuel that and give more, give more growth to it over the coming years. We're in the best place for it, right? We're at an IFC conference with the title Unite, and so I think that that is a massive end game for us, is that we have to continue being that unified front to, to make change. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think, and that was the reason why I was badgering and begging and pleading to get it here because it was Unite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why I wanted to show it here. Well, I, I am delighted that you did because we came out of that screening earlier on saying we were desperate to talk to you about it. We wanted to learn more. It's exciting. Yeah. I, I'm excited yeah. by it. I was, you know, as we said, we went on a roller coaster throughout it. There were, there were sad moments. There were happy moments. There were angry moments. And coming out of it at the end, excited about other people seeing it and the change that it could make. I mean, you could have got those recliner seats with the popcorn <laughs> st- thing on the side. You know, sitting in a conference Oh, no, were you in the other Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe you were in the other You were in the VIP section. Oh, oh. Oh. We don't oh. name him in the VIP oh. section. Not after last time. Sorry about that. <laughs> the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were having full body waxes in the other room as well. <laughs> We touched on IFC. We're a couple of days in. How's it been for you? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's been great. So I feel like I am a bit AI'd out. (laughs) (laughs) I need to ask AI how to deal with that maybe. So yeah, but it's been really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's actually interesting this year. There's quite a few new faces here. It kind of was a trend last year as well. There were a few less of the you know, the more established the faces here, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's a new movement coming through, So, um, which cool. is, again, the right time to show this film. Exactly. Too. I'm quite enthused by the fact that there are lots of new faces here and coming through. Brilliant. So that's nice to see. And the subject matters as well around Unite being fabulous as well, I think. Good Got note a good to end on. A really good job. Yeah, Brilliant. well, look, thank you both for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for bringing it across here. The, it sounds like it's been a bit of work to kind of get everything <laughs> sorted, but, you know, we appreciate it. I'm sure the sector will appreciate it. And, yeah, we look forward to seeing what, what this does in the months and years ahead. So thank you. And yeah. we will reserve your seat VIP at the screening yeah. on the 30th of November. <laughs> Unlimited popcorn. Unlimited popcorn. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you. Thanks for your time. There we go. I'm pretty sure you don't need more convincing to watch the film. If you want to join Tash, Pete, Kenneth and I in London or an equally fun crowd in Sydney, it's hellodtv at dtvgroup.co.uk. That's all, folks. 
Just before we go, can we ask a favour? If you've enjoyed this episode and you've made it this far after all, and you want to help us reach more people and attract more guests, then we'd love a review on iTunes. Alternatively, if you haven't got anything nice to say, then say it in an email. Get in touch at contact at domoregood.uk and let us know how we can improve the show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another story of someone doing more good.